this is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome to War Room Battleground. Uh, it is Friday, 23 September in the year of our Lord, 2022. We want to welcome you here. It's been quite a day uh, on uh, capital markets, global finance. One thing I want to remind people, and I'll talk a little bit about later in the show, because we're going to start off in a little bit different direction. This is all a created crisis. I mean, this is one of the things last night on the show we went through with Alex DeGrasse from Team Elise and the NRCC to go through the math of really how, you know, we're going to win. Because at the end of the day, we're not going to stop this madness unless we win at school board levels, at uh, county commissions, in your town, state legislatures, all the way up to the House and the Senate. There's one way to defeat this evil, and you have to beat it. And remember, there is no substitute for victory. It's one of the things we've talked here. And so all the strategies kind of come together. Now it's all about execution. And we're going to have a lot about precinct strategy. We're going to have candidates that are running. In, uh, we're going to have Pete Hernandez out in uh, California who's running. We're going to have Irene Almadias Jackson who's running in El Paso, Texas. Uh, we're going to talk about the Hispanic vote, all of it. Remember, the financial uh, crisis that came home today in the, in the meltdown of the capital markets, both the stock and the bond market and interest rates exploding, which is going to have a, such a massive impact in your material life. Uh, this is all a creative crisis. This did not have to happen. And that's one of the things, as we get that word out there to more independents and Democrats, people are just disgusted. They, the economy's in shatters. It's going to get so much worse. We're really on the precipice of something quite dark, uh, not just the spiritual war we fight every day, but now in the material realm, we are very close to having, but first off, this is not going to be a quick turnaround. It's just not. It's so bad right now after 20 months of this and what they've done on the spending side and what they've done to the, to the nation's debt at $31 trillion and $9.5 trillion in the Federal Reserve. Just, it's outrageous. And, and quite frankly, we're going to have a sovereign debt crisis. We're going to have a sovereign debt crisis. The interest expense, because treasuries are exploding so much, because quite frankly, the world does not support Biden's plan. It's going to cost us so much to finance this that the financing cost itself is actually going to be huge. So I'm going to spend a lot more time on that, make people sure they understand the the concepts in back of it, the nomenclature in back of it, the critical path of what, of how economics and finance ties right back to politics. And quite frankly, it's one of the reasons we're going to have a sweeping a victory. And everybody out there, as we talk about the precinct strategy later and school boards and all that, we have a unique opportunity. It's all coming together like 2010 and quite frankly, 1994. We have an opportunity to destroy the Democratic Party as a national political institution. And we're going to do it at the ballot box, right? They, they, they talk about democracy all the time. We're going to about to give them democracy on steroids. So I want to start uh, with Sharona Bishop. And normally we have Sharona. Uh, she knows better than anybody fighting the good fight for election integrity out in the great state of Colorado, which is a red state, as we will one day prove, and, and, and fighting with the great uh, Tina Peters out there that's been persecuted, kind of our Joan of Arc, right, that's been persecuted uh, relentlessly by the FBI and local prosecutors. Uh, but we're, we'll do, we will set that right, Sharona. But Sharona, you came to me 
And, and I got to tell you, so this is not, people know this is not my line of country. I, I don't really do a lot of cultural things. Never have on the show. You know, we know economics and finance and geopolitics, national security. We do cover the culture because my partner, uh, my deceased partner, Andrew Breitbart, was always called cultures upriver from politics. So we do cover it. We cover the life movement. We cover the evangelical Christians and and the traditional Catholics and all that. But, you know, normally we, we it's just something that other people do it better. So if other people do it better, it's no need for the war room and no need for Bannon to do it. But over the last year when I said that the key that picks the lock are, are the moms and, and these moms running for school board in the schools because you saw the mask, you saw the vaccines, then you saw the CRT, then you saw the SEL. And now you're seeing this gender ideology and, and it's getting, it's so insane and so demonic that quite frankly, I think 20% of the stuff I put up on Getter now is is not the capital market and stuff I used to do all the time. I still do, but I'm putting up the drag queen story hour. And, and I put one up the other day, one of the most beautiful, magnificent pieces of church architecture in New York City is I think Grace Church down there. Uh, it's down, I think, uh, it's down near the Strand Bookstore. I think it's a couple of blocks away south of the Strand, south of Union Square. And they had um, one of these drag queen shows on the right below the altar of Grace Church. And Grace has got one of the one that used to be one of the best private Christian schools in the city. And I'm sitting there going, how can that possibly be? As bad as that is, because, you know, people in New York City are people in New York City. And then Sharona calls me, contacts me, said, I got to come on the show. I go, why? Is something up with Tina? Goes, no, there's a drag queen story hour in Katy, Texas at a Christian church. And I go, no, it's impossible. You know me. No, it's impossible. It never happened. And then she shows me information. I want to bring in Sharona Bishop, who you know as the great fighter for uh, with Tina Peters out for voter integrity in Colorado. So, Sharona, you got to help me out here. Uh, I, I don't get this. There's a Christian church in Katy, Texas, that's doing a drag queen, whatever it is, uh, in, in the church. Yeah, this is not story time anymore. They're literally going to be giving performances for these young children. I, I want to point out elections have consequences. We have people in authority who allow this stuff to go on instead of stopping it. This is not only indecent, it's obscene, and it's not supposed to be around children. What we have is first Christian church, they call themselves in Katy, Texas, who has literally an altar to the LBGTQ. We actually went on and watched one of their, quote, messages, and they literally worship at the radical altar of the LBGTQ. T-Q-I-A-S, and now they're bringing your children along for the ride. They are, uh, they parade themselves as just really virtuous people in the community holding pumpkin patch get-togethers and, you know, just really bringing children and families together, except here's the problem. When you start crossing this line of bringing grown men who are dressing like women, acting like prostitutes, to gyrate in front of your small children, these people have body parts hanging out. They are, uh, of course, this whole drag thing was always intended to be between grown gay men as a um, form of entertainment at a nightclub away from children, never was for children. And we feel very strongly that these people have finally crossed the line. They've been very public in their promotion of this event. They're not trying to hide it. They're not staying under the shadows. And one of the most grievous things about this, beyond the nature of doing this for children, is they're doing it in the church. They're using the facility, promoting it through the facility to bring people like 
uh, Tisha Flowers, who when he was 17 years old was charged for the attempted murder of 20 of his fellow classmates. This guy now parades himself as Tisha Flowers. He goes around in um, incredibly satanic outfits. You guys can post those pictures if you have them. I hate to offend your audience, but you guys need to understand and wake up to what is happening. Elections have consequences. They have been going after your children. There is a satanic cabal that is at work in the United States of America trying to groom the next generation. And now they're infiltrating the churches. And what I've found since we posted about the Katy, Texas, event that is happening tomorrow is that it's been happening all over America in churches. Like you just said, a grace chapel hosting a drag queen time. It's not even story time anymore. They're giving performances for your children. It causes incredible confusion. It awakens things in children that are yeah. not uh, before their time. Yeah. And we have parents who are going to actually, they're going to alter, no. their, they're going to offer their kids up on this altar <laughs> tomorrow in Katy, Texas at the first Christian church. And we're going to be there to say, Hang on for a second. I think in Katy, in that general area, the start at one of them, I think, was a month ago or two months ago in a nightclub, and then they had it one in a more open. They actually had a confrontation. And I want to make sure everybody yeah. understands, don't get baited into a confrontation. What they yeah. want to do is bait you into some sort of armed confrontation so that it hurts us at the polls. But now they've taken action to a church. This is The first Christian church of Katy has invited these folks there to, to do these performances, and they're going to have children exactly. in the church? Yeah, I mean, I believe these drag queens are part of their membership, actually. Listen, they're radical. These people are radical extremists who are purposely focused on children. If you go onto their website, it's all about uh, raising funds for something they call the transparent closet. And what this is intended to do is buy niche clothing, high fashion clothing for children whose parents don't want them transitioning, who are not supportive of their gender ideology theory and trying to become a boy or a girl when that's not what they were born as. And so this church is going to not only be doing a drag show, but they're subverting parental rights and control and being a place, quote, for children to come to who need help and support in their transition. I, you know, I can't think of anything more sick than this and more anti-Jesus or anti-Christ than this. And, you know, I, I'm reminded often these days um, that Jesus said, you know, woe to him who causes a little one to stumble. It would be better for him to have a millstone tied around his neck and be thrown into the water to drown was Jesus's point at that point, because we're not supposed to be doing this stuff to children. They are the most innocent among us. And th this idea of elections, is not far from this. This is why we have these things happening. They've been emboldened by the supposed president of the United States who just today said she was 12, I was 30, leaving very much to the imagination. This push towards pedophilia, not only in our schools, not only in our libraries, but now coming into our churches, they're not hiding it anymore, Steve. And that's what's so alarming. They're not trying to do this under the cover of darkness. They're doing this in the broad daylight and asking you parents to bring your children to this virtuous altar of inclusivity, when in fact, it is a grooming pedophilic movement across the country funded by people like Pat Stryker and John Stryker, her brother, who have poured millions and millions and millions of dollars into these radical leftist organizations that are providing clubs at kids' schools and alternative after-school programs to do what? To confuse and change the minds of your children out from under these parents. And it's, it's, um, it's insidious. It's, it's framed in such a positive way, but the manifestation of it, we can see happening to kids with mental health issues, confusion over their gender. And then ultimately we're creating little victims. We're creating children who are uh, traumatized no. early on, confused, and then we're just offering them right up. They will never be able to fight for the freedom of this country. And I think that's the plan.
Uh, Sharona, how do people, where do they go right now to find out if they want to participate in this protest outside the church in uh, Katy, Texas? I'm really excited. Moms for America has also partnered with us. Um, I do sit on the board with them and they're always active against these types of things. Victory Network will be there. Um, The Hispanic Action Network group will be there. Multiple churches in the Katy, Texas area are going to be there tomorrow. You can find all the information on Facebook at America, uh, America's Mom on Facebook, of course. Email us if you have any questions. We're trying to be a little bit under the radar. We don't want anybody to be harassed or or purposely attacked for being a part of this event. And we do understand already, you guys, Antifa has put out a warning today. They served up flyers at the University of Houston saying that they will be in attendance, that calling us all Nazis for wanting to stand against this and then encouraging people that they want diversity of tactics against these Nazis, meaning people like me, moms and dads and pastors. So it should be uh, pretty interesting tomorrow. We will. We, we will be there. We'll go. We'll pick up live from there tomorrow to start the show. So, uh, Sharona, th- real quickly, Sharona, what's your uh, social media? Yeah, absolutely. You can find me on America's Mom on all platforms and americasmom.net. Thank you so much, Steve, for letting me come on and share this. I think this is incredibly important. They've crossed the line. And unlike previous people, we model ourselves after Trump. We actually have a line in the sand, and we're not going to let these people go past it. 100%. Want to bring in now Father Lawrence Carney for some good news. The Secret of the Holy Face is the is the book. I want him to tell you about the the concept. This was a, a really put together to fight communism back in I think the nineteenth century. Father Carney, as you can tell, the darkness descends across America every day. Uh, walk us through uh, the Secret of the Holy Face. Why it's important. Why you dedicate your life to this kind of uh, th- this adoration that leads hopefully leads to the destruction of communism. Yes, Steve, thanks for having me. This devotion is amazing and it's a secret. Our Lord Jesus appeared to a little humble Carmelite in Tours, France, and told her that the Father in heaven is very disappointed with the human race for two major sins, blasphemy and profanation of Sundays and holy days. And so... Jesus revealed to this sister Marie de Saint-Pierre in the 1840s that he's not going to punish the human race with the instrument of the elements like hurricanes and earthquakes, but by the mouths of revolutionary men. So this is an amazing revelation because the curse, this is after the French Revolution, Steve, the curse is revolutionary men. And look around, that's what we got going on. And God's in charge. So through this devotion to the holy face of Jesus, uh, Jesus reveals to sister the blueprint of how to make a counterattack. And in private revelation, Steve, very rarely do we get proper names of groups, but Jesus called out to the sister communists as part of these revolutionary men. And this is how uh, we're getting cursed by God for blasphemy, profanation Sundays, for idolatry. But what's beautiful that in the curse is the blessing. So I wrote this book based upon these revelations of an outline and a blueprint of how to get out from underneath the elites that seem to want to enslave the whole world. So is the point, and by the way, the book will be up on our website, It's uh, and also my getter, the, the Secret of the Holy Face. It goes through the whole thing with the Carmelite nun, how you got there. 
But the point there it is right there, a better shot. But the here's the question. What is it that when you say adoration, how do people join? We're all about action, action, action. Where do people go and what do they do now, traditional Catholics and others that are interested to participate in this? Is is this a twenty four hour day prayer? Is it around the world? What a pe- what action is being taken to actually promulgate this? Yes, there's an arch confraternity of the Holy Face that was erected in 1885 by Pope Leo XIII. And people can enroll in that. It's in Tours, France. And we have a way on our website, if people type in the League of St. Martin and search, they'll find our website, which is martinians.org and we have a whole list of ways to engage in this battle by enrolling there's devotions like the chapel of the holy face which is a minor exorcism and it's repeating psalm 67 which saint athanasius was told that the demons hate this line in the old testament the most which goes, rise up, O Lord, and let the minions be defeated, and let all that hate thee flee from before thy face. So if people read the book, if people go to our website, we have easy instructions of how to engage in this mystical combat to mount a counter-revolution against the revolution against God. So I just want to make sure, people, so people in the League of St. Martin, you've dedicated yourself to this. This is, a, this is something that you've established to make sure you can expedite people getting access to this. So the League of St. Martin is, is yours, which you've created. They Give us the website again. They go to the website and they can click in. So particularly if people can't tra- travel to Tours, France, if people are homebound or whatever, they can still participate and still become part of this, correct? Yeah, that's right. They can fill out a form of how to enroll in the Arch Confraternity. And we have it right on our website. And... People can fill it out and mail it in, and there's a way to do it online as well. And it's a really easy daily requirement. Need to pray, O Lord, show us thy face, and we shall be saved. And then in our Father, Hail Mary, and glory be. And there's a few other requirements, like promoting it, like I'm doing right here, like you're helping me do, Steve, to wear an effigy of the holy face and to enroll. So... It doesn't add more than a, a minute a day to people's lives. And then if people come together once a month, uh, there's the League of St. Martin is what, what I started at. It's a pious association of faithful to, to make this a grassroots effort so that we can be pleasing to God. And I think that if we make reparation, which is repairing the relationship between God our Father and the human race, that by doing this, God will fight this war for us. And it's just like the Old Testament. Uh, one time, there was a big battle. King Jeroboam, the grandson of King David, they were way outnumbered. And so he started to sing the praises of, of God, the Psalms, and he put the singing man in the vanguard, and the enemy started to perform civil war on themselves. So I think that this devotion has really caught my attention and is it's an old devotion, but it's a secret. It, it just hasn't been revealed. And Jesus told Sister Mary St. Peter that this devotion wouldn't really take off in the 19th century, but it would later on. And Pope Pius Blessed IX said that reparation is destined to save society. So 
we have so many signs and indicators here that this devotion can crush the revolution of evil, yeah. especially the communists. Now, you see what's happening down in Katy, Texas. I mean, it's, it's, it, it tears people's hearts out. Father, one more time, how do they get to the League of Samar? How do people start off? What's the website they go to, sir? They go to martinians.org, the League of St. Martin, and it's M-A-R-T-I-N-I-A-N-S dot O-R-G, or you can search the League of St. Martin, and you can go to TAN Publishers, and they will have the book available for sale. We also have a link on yeah. our website how to get this book. By the way, the book's fantastic, and Tan is one of my favorite publishers. So, Father uh, Martin, thank you. Uh, Father Carney, thank you very much for joining us Thanks today, for particularly after that horrible story coming coming out of Texas. Thank you so much. Okay, I want everybody that's interested to go there. We'll make sure people get access to the book and access to the website. It's a uh, We're always trying to provide alternatives, particularly when we start with Sharona, with such a horrible story. We're going to try to pick up live there tomorrow. Uh, by the way, do I have Kevin Jenkins up? Is Kevin Jenkins, I want to go to the doctor. Kevin Jenkins uh, joins us. Can I get Kevin? Uh, I want to talk about the Dr. Zelensky. Kevin Jenkins, thank you so much. Uh, the Katie Texas story was so bad. I want to do, I want to do two, I want to do two positive stories back to back. I got to do, I got to do Father Carney uh, with the, uh, with the adoration of the Holy Face and then you. Talk to us about what, you, and we saw you last time you were outside, I think, Facebook trying to make sure that they uh, yeah. they covered all the conservative things and didn't suppress us at that. You gave a great speech there. You've really picked up the mantle and are trying to keep the memory and the work of Dr. Zelensky, a great hero in this movement alive. Tell us what you're doing. You've got a big event coming up. I want to make sure everybody knows about it. Well, thank you for having me, Stephen. Thank you for all the hard work you're doing over at um, the War Room. And thank your team, the Posse, for standing up for us. You know, you know, Dr. Zelenko was a special human being. We're having this special event on November the 12th, the Black, a Black Tie Gala at Miami Trump. And we're going to be giving out the first Zelenko Freedom Award. This award is going to outdo the, um, we always call it, the um, Nobel Peace Prize of politics. So we're very excited to have this fundraiser for our foundation, but to also talk about the great man and celebrate the life of Dr. Zelenko. And you've always been a supporter of Dr. Zelenko. So we want people to know that this event Huge. is just not about raising money. It is, but it's about sharing and talking about the life that he offered up to us and making sure he protect and value life. So we're very excited about having that event on November the 12th. The person that gets that award is going to be a very, very special person. It's going to be announced in the next couple of weeks. So at the Miami Doral on November the 12th, we're going to be talking about Zelenko and we're going to be talking about the great work we're doing at the foundation. And we're going to be bringing America together, medical freedom and, and you know, um, citizens from all around the country, patriots from all around the country. And we think this is going to be an exciting event to show the world that we are not standing by and standing by and accepting this tyranny. But we're going to be doing what Dr. Zelenko wanted us to do, spread the truth like a mantra. And my partner and chair, co-chair at the Zelenko Freedom Foundation and Vandersteel, we work tirelessly every day to make sure that this organization is going to be sustainable and we're going to be doing the work that we need to do to save this country. No, and it's terrific. I just want to go back and make sure people remember, Dr. Zelenko was the very first, and it was in the spring, it was February, March, April of, of 2020, and he started coming out and talking about therapeutics, that there were therapeutics. He did, this thing of the vaccine was going to be 10 years off. And of course, he was vilified and, and they went after him in the hardest way. What people don't know is he also had cancer at the same time. He just passed away a few right. months ago. 
We actually did a portrait for him when he was alive. The, the heroism of Dr. Zelenko is the fact that he was dying of cancer, had terminal cancer, and every day he was just not seeing patients up in his own uh, region where he saved so many people, but he was actually at the forefront. And President Trump really picked up and Navarre and these guys in the White House, these therapies, which, which Fauci and the FDA and the CDC went out of the way to destroy, destroy them and destroy everybody else. And now we find out the vaccine's all crap. And it was the, ther- it was the therapies that really could have saved more people. That's why Zelenko is a hero because even during his own illness, he was sitting there saving people and they were trying to destroy him at the same time. And he was right and they were wrong. Is that basically the summary of the last you're, phase you're of his life? Uh, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. I put him up there with Martin Luther King. I mean, as far as sacrifice, sacrificing for the country. He sacrificed. This country doctor came out and said, listen, I'm going to stand up for the rest of the world. I'm going to fight to move us out of, you know, sick care to well care. I'm going to put my reputation and my family in jeopardy to stand up for America and stand up for the rest of the world. So I always tell people, when you think of Martin Luther King, you got to think about him because this man sacrificed his whole life like King sacrificed his life for America. And this particular event that we're having is really celebrating this country doctor because he sacrificed his life for us. Even while he was sick, he was still standing in the gap for us, standing in the gap for our children and standing in the gap for America. So this particular event is going to be celebrating his life and then giving out the first Zelenko um, Award, Freedom Award, I think it's going to be an outstanding event. We want America to show up. We want the world to come in and listen. We want people to come in and celebrate his life. Buy tickets, go on to ZFreedomFoundation.org's um, website. They're readily available. And this is going to be a night to remember. And Steve, we're not only inviting you, but we're inviting your whole posse because we want America to see us coming together to talk about what Dr. Zelenko did for the world. Well, I want the entire posse that's there. It's going to be at the Trump uh, Miami Doral, which is a fabulous venue. It's in South Florida for everybody in Central and South Florida. It'll be um, it's a great time. One more time, what's the date and where do they go uh, to get uh, tickets? And November, the tw- November the twelfth is November the twelfth is the date. Um, you go to zfreedomfoundation.org and you can purchase your tickets online there. By the way, two co- two co-chairs, Kevin and Ann, are two of the best fighters. So uh, thank you very much, uh, Kevin, for d- doing this. And uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you guys there. Thank you, my friend. Have a nice evening. Thank you, brother. Dr. Zelenko, a true hero. What people don't realize, he was suffering from cancer the entire time. He really didn't tell people until, until towards the, uh, I guess, towards the middle, because it he was able to uh, to live a little longer than people thought, but just a hero. If you go back and look at what he said about ther- therapies and therapeutics, we had followed that. How many more people would have lived? How many more people would have lived? Instead of, you know, compare Zelenko to Fauci. Compare Zelenko to Fauci. That's a good comparison. Okay. The precinct strategy, people running, people are pulling it all out there. These heroes from Arizona to Texas to New Mexico, all of it, California. We're going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back in the warm in just a moment. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. 
None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. WARROOM Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon boring stuff, I know. Now that I'm starting to understand it, let me paint a picture of how this might play out. Because this is really starting to terrify me. So imagine an upcoming election day. You're in a Democratic precinct in a swing state, and you go to your local polling station, like at your local middle school or something, and it's packed with a bunch of election workers and monitors who believe in the big lie about the 2020 election. Trump and other Republicans keep telling them that the system is rigged against them. It's a corrupt system, and it makes people... Ultimately, Raffensperger... This is boring stuff. I... Ultimately, Raffensperger didn't bend to the bull... Okay, hang on. Let's stop the cold open, please. <laughs> Memphis, please stop. If it can't play, you can't hit the right button, we'll just come right back here. Okay. Um. We're playing some of the part of the New York Times. New York Times did a 30-minute uh, special, and we'll break it down, uh, hopefully, over the weekend. we got so much news to report and stories that we want you to get part of. We're having a tough time cramming it in, but I've got uh, one of the people from the Precinct Strategy is going to join me here in a second. What the New York Times did is, is really go back over the war room over the last year and a half and how we've set this platform up to really be a, uh, a, a foundational element for people actually to take action. Okay, for people to actually take action. Part of that's the precinct strategy where you can go to precinctstrategy.com, sign up totally free, find out how to become a precinct uh, committeeman. 
also what it does is start to give you access about how to think through how to go be a poll worker in a in a poll uh in a, a polling judge and be inside the room it's not poll watchers it's a, and we've been doing seminars with many different groups all over the country the number of people is now in the tens of thousands that have been trained up in the new york times look it's a lot of snark in there and you're going to get upset because they you know they imply that you're fascist uh, but you know that you're, we, we, we love democracy because we got the votes. We just got to turn them out. Uh, what they've done, though, is a very smart way of breaking it down. And they do it not in a humorous way. And they're doing it for a left-wing audience, right? But just, you just got to put that on. But it's very, it's very uh, compelling. I'm going to go in a second to Michelle Swinnick. But I want to talk about how we started the show. Because we're talking about capital markets, the economy, and voting. We've had DeGrasse on. We now know that we got victory within our grasp if we deliver and everybody's got to um, you know got to man the ramparts as we always say but this thing i tell you what's happening in the schools there's there's something deeply wrong and it's so deeply wrong and it's kind of come out of nowhere although we now know from talking to people it's been building for quite a while that's where these school board elections and people getting engaged at the school level is so important i mean the thing that's going to happen in katy texas tomorrow is pretty shocking you know, at a Christian church, they're going to have one of these uh, drag queen performances, right, with small children there. Now, they're trying to bait you into doing something. That's why Antifa's coming out. So we want to make sure everybody goes to the site that Sharona Bishop said. We don't want anybody baited. We do not get into any tussles. I know people are going to be all worked up. But this is the exact time with steely resolve. You protest it. And we ha once we beat it at the ballot box, you'll start shutting it down. Okay? That's why I keep saying there is no... There's nothing but victory here. There's no substitute for victory. Okay. I know it's a lot of candidates that, hey, we're not 100% happy with. The establishment's not 100% happy with ours. We can all fight about that after November 8th, after we win. So, uh, and I want to thank the father for coming on. I specifically, the, the Katie Texas story was so awful. I wanted to put in Father Carney, who's obviously such a dedicated young man to, uh, to this, his, uh, what he's put together for to really the adoration of, uh, of Christ. Uh, and then uh, Kevin Jenkins to do for Dr. Zelenko, who's just a hero, to have those uh, two follow it. So people say, hey, we got so much positive stuff going on in this really, uh, set of, uh, this real, the darkest hour, right? Remember, it's always darkest before the dawn. I want to go to Michelle Swinnick because we've got people everywhere. And that's where the New York Times, people should understand we're not stopping. In fact, we're just at the beginning of building this. And this is what, the American people are doing every day. They're going out and volunteering. I want to bring in Michelle Swinnick. Michelle, can you tell us, you're out in Arizona, which is obviously so important. Walk us through uh, the precinct strategy, how you got involved. You've got your own show uh, that I know a lot of people are going. I think Captain Bannon's been on a couple of times. Walk us through your experience, why it's important, and what we have to do as a team to make sure that we win, not just in Arizona, but throughout the country, man. Well, first, everybody needs to go to the precinctstrategy.com, precinctstrategy.com and sign up, right? That's what Steve Stern and Dan Schultz, I want to give them a huge shout out because they are transforming this country in the way it should have been done years ago, decades ago, because the Republican Party didn't want us to know about this incredible infrastructure that's built from the ground up. That's the key to why this works. It's the grassroots, the people who really show up. So if you could go do that, we're going to actually take it one step further. 
because uh, signing up is one thing, but actually showing up and taking action is the most important. And in some states, you can't become a, an official precinct committee man. Like here, I'm in the Save My Freedom Studios, Mayor Corruption County, Anarchy, Arizona. And we can't become official precinct committee men until February or January or February. Well, it's, it's too late. We need people on the battlefield now. So what we decided to do, since Steve Stern loves to talk to people on the phone and he loves, he loves to dial for dollars, which is really dialing for grassroots people, he wants you to call him. So you're going to go to precinctstrategy.com. You're going to call him and he's going to talk to you. And then we're going to mentor you. We're going to sign, we're going to match you up with somebody in your state uh, in order to, so you don't want to go at this alone and you don't need to. We have people all over the country that are now networked because when I first started watching the war room and I saw those two guys on, I'm like, what is this precinct strategy? I need to find out what about what this is all about. That's February of 2021. Well, little did I know I was going to get addicted to it. I love it. I can tell you right now, most of the people that I talk to every single day are precinct committee men and they become my best friends. So this is not only an opportunity to take back your country and get it done the right way and clean up your own community. You're going to meet amazing people. And I know, Steve, you say that all the time, but it is true. I can verify it. Everyone I talk to is that. But the most amazing thing is the Tuesday night Patriot Zoom calls that we have nationwide with people that are leaders. And I consider a leader anyone that's willing to show up. That's that's the qualification. You show up, you're a leader. Right. Now bring a couple friends. That's how you become even bigger leader. That's Tuesday nights, the Zoom calls, which uh, I'm the one that coordinates that now. Like, where did that come from? Right. So that's all it takes. Everybody, everybody has a role and everybody just needs to show up. Now, Steve, uh, I don't want to put some pressure on you, but I was told uh, to, to ask you this on the air. You're coming on Tuesday, right, to our Zoom calls. Is that correct, Steve? I, I I will I I will definitely come Tuesday. This is the first time. This is one of the reasons it's great to have people like Michelle Swinnick on. Stern and uh, and Schultz have never invited me, but now they got the information. Now they got oh, the okay. invitation from uh, Michelle. I'll definitely be yes. on. Yes, I'll definitely yes. be on. I'll we have. We, Here's, I, we, I just want to make sure. Why why are you why why can you why do you, or you can't become a precinct committee? One of the stories and the people have so many combat stories. Uh, that the join and I haven't met one person yet at all the places I go and you know I take hours afterwards to try to meet everybody or as many as possible the precinct committee men the people go say hey it changed my life I, I found out like-minded people everywhere they've all got positive stories but it, it, very few times do they say hey they really welcome me with open arms when we got there particularly the establishment types you? why are you guys yeah. not why why are you guys not eligible until February next year that's just how uh, our, our election process works. So the new people that just got elected on uh, the uh, during the primaries on the 2nd, they actually take office on October 1st. Then we have new elections December 1st in our precincts in order to get rid of, <laughs> I don't know if I should say that, but to uh, elect grassroots people. So you get to elect a new executive committee. And then we, uh, in, in January, then we have a new election for our county and then for our state, and then we can bring on uh, precinct committee men. So the whole thing is now we want you to act as if you're a precinct committee man. So if you're willing to get on the battlefield and you want to show up and you want to save this country and you want to get involved, that's what I'm saying. Call, sign up for precinctstrategy.com. Go to, and you're going to call Steve Stern. I'm going to give you his number. He gives it all the time on this show. And he gives it on every show he goes on. I just don't have a sign for him yet. See, like I'm learning. So I, I have our sign, right? I have our sign. I do the Steve Stern thing. But I don't have the phone number yet. I'm going to add that for the next time I come on the show. I just invited myself back on, Steve. So his phone number is 954-318-6902. 
That's 954-318-6902. And go ahead and um, go ahead and give him a call and he'll figure out where we're going to place you because we have all, literally, we have hundreds of leaders nationwide that want to mentor you and they're yep. going to get you to the place you need to be because you can't go no. in that alone. This, we, don't, look, we don't need the title as precinct the, committee man. We just need you to do the, the taking action. The, Simple. The, the the New York Times and the ProPublica, you may not like their politics, but they're very smart people. They understand that this is a fundamental change to the American political system. Because guess what? Americans are now getting engaged in the American in, in the political system, not just people that, are, that have been involved in politics. Michelle, how do people get to your show? How do they get to your social media? Because your show's on fire, and Captain Ben is the one that tells me that. that. So how do they how do they everybody get to you? <laughs> she was great. She was episode 291 for anybody who wants to tune in. But I got to tell you this real quick, Steve. I got to plug this. We are taking further action in Arizona. We teamed up, the Save My Freedom Movement teamed up with Act for America. And what we're doing, if you go to azsavesamerica.us, azsavesamerica.us, it's a one-click email all uh, officials in Arizona to get rid of the machines. You got to ban the machines. And this is the way that we do it. It takes less than two minutes a day. You do it every day. You tell 10 friends. We've got 364,605 signatures in less than two weeks. And we've got people wow. on the ground that are actually wow. going to go and talk to the officials in order to go say, hey, I got 50,000 signatures in Pinal yeah. County. What are you going to do about it? Nobody wants your machines. So you got to get rid of them. Because yeah. as Tina Peters said in the movie mm -hmm. Selection Code, you can have a country, you can have a machine, but you can't have both. So azsavesamerica.us. Don't worry about my information for right now. Just I want people to go there. Tell your friends every single day. This is our Hail Mary shot in order to save this country. And just listen to Mike Lindell. He'll tell you the same thing. So we just gave you an easy way to do it. It's less what, than two minutes a day. I think everybody could take it today. How, how do people get to more? your show real quickly? You can yep. go to everythinghomeaboutus.com. We'll everythinghomeaboutus.com. Thank you so much, Steve Bannon. I'll see you on Tuesday. I'll see you on Tuesday, Michelle Swinnick. You're a uh, you're a, a firebrand as advertised. Thank you, thank you so much for uh, for coming on. Thank you. These are the folks. These are the folks saving the country. Let's go to uh, Irene Armadias Jackson. I think I got that right. Irene, tell us did did you get any response yesterday from the from the war room posse? Because I got to tell you, I had oh. so many people afterwards said, "Man, she's a fighter." <laughs> I even got a call from uh, Baja California telling me, hey, we're U.S. citizens. We live in Baja California and uh, give us an address. We're sending a donation. You know, you're, the people that watch these warriors on your show, they get it. I love those calls that said, I'm calling because I want to pray with you and I'm donating. And that's the key right there. A lot of people say, I'm going to pray for you. And then that's it. And it's, they don't understand that we need the prayers. We need the activism and we need the donations. And the last thing on November the 8th, we need the votes. But I was just amazed. And I just want to let everybody know that people here in El Paso are sharing the link. They're so excited, Steve, that you are, have eyes on El Paso. El Paso has been known like as a stepchild of Texas. And we're saying no more, yeah. no more, no more. No.
We've actually, I've, I've talking to David Rodriguez, you know, we've, we built the wall. That first wall we built was right up the side of that hill, right? Because El Paso, I, we, I, I love El Paso. Absolutely. Yes, I, yes. Yeah, I remember, I love that city. Real quickly, because we're running out of time, but we talked earlier in the show and last night about the Hispanic vote is starting to break. And, and actually the guys in D.C. that are doing the analysis said they think that 55% of working class and middle class Hispanics could end up voting for MAGA candidates and Republican candidates. Are you feeling, once again, are you feeling that in El Paso? Are you feeling the fact that working class Hispanics? We did, we did a poll, we did a poll here in El Paso and 53% of the voters blame the Democrats for the inflation. Now I know they're to blame a hundred percent, but the reality is, is that is a winning percentage and 53, anything about above 50%. And this couldn't have happened even two years ago. You know, you can't hide it. Feel People are feeling it at the grocery store. They're feeling it when they uh, fill up their tank. Absolutely. That's why we need all eyes on El Paso. Imagine, imagine America, when we flip this district, we're going to send a message to the DNC because this is where their golden boy, Beto O'Rourke is from, will end his political career, will gain another seat that has not been held for 65 years. But again, I need America's support. If you can call me at 915-494-2851, sign up to make phone calls. You don't have to live in my district to do that. And of course, keep the donations coming. And Steve, you're coming to New Mexico on October the 7th. I saw your schedule. You're going to be two hours away. There's no excuse why you can't come to El Paso one day before or one day after. And let me just tell you, I want to make sure that President Trump, which I'm sure watches your show on a daily basis, understands that he is welcome in El Paso. We would welcome him with open arms. We are MAGA here in this border city. What it would do to the border patrol agents, their families. But we need you and we need President Trump. So when are you committing to come? The day before or the day after? Well, I think I think we're going to try to do it the day after the day after that. We're working on it right now. We don't want to give we don't want to give the bad guys too big a heads up yet. So we're going to, okay. we're going to make sure we do you. this and do it right. I got we're, de- you. we're definitely we're definitely coming to El Paso. By the way, if you are tough on your uh, opponent to get her to debate, as you're on me to get me to come, you're going to win. Is she any well, closer to debating her. her yet? her, and she says no. She says no. I even asked her for a debate in Spanish. Porque yo hablo el español perfecto. And she talks Spanish very broken. And so she won't debate me, but we'll keep pressuring. Whoa. Whoa. Irene, one more time. How do people go to your campaign site? My website is ireneforcongress.com. But you can call me directly, 915-494-2851. I just got a, a picture from a Border Patrol agent. Sends me a picture of four buses headed to a hangar, and they're full of illegals. That's 200 illegals going to an elementary near you. We need to stop this, America. Call me, go on my website, and speak. I can't wait to receive you here in El Paso. We'll be be there live. We love El Paso. We're coming down there. We built a wall down there. We're definitely coming down to help your campaign because you can win. Irene, thank you so much for joining us here in War Room Battleground. Thank you so much. God bless you, and God bless you, President Trump. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. By the way, she knows how to she knows how to do it. Let's go to Peter Hernandez, one of our favorite guys out in California. 18. You're taking I, the, here's the question. 
You're taking on also a big shot in the Democratic Party, Zoe Lofkin. Why would these big shot Democrats like in El Paso in these districts, why won't they debate? Particularly, you're Hispanic. Uh, you know, you're 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 running. You're you're consolidating the Hispanic vote. Why does she not show you any respect? I thought the Democrats were all about inclusivity and uh, equity. Why would she not debate you? Does she think you're not worthy to debate, sir? Uh, thanks for having me back, Steve. So bottom line is, is they're afraid. They know that the reality of the issues that we're dealing with are directly tied to their Democrat, their leftist policies. You know, the, the, one of the things that, uh, that your, last, your last participant, Irene, had mentioned is her poll. We actually had our own poll done, and she's right. 55% of this district that are Democrats are officially blaming Democrats for inflation. And that in and of itself is showing that they had the writings on the wall. The issues are tied to these leftist policies. And, and someone like me, who's obviously going to articulate something different, is uh, they can't, she can't stand up against the, ultimately the issue she's creating. I'm going to be the problem solver. And when you look at the district, everything in this district, Latino majority, it's a, a rural, it's agricultural, it's built middle-class, it's business-minded, uh, is everything that I am, and she's not. And she's not going to be able to stand the tests of that. How, how can you? How can she possibly beat you? It's a Hispanic uh, majority county. You're, you're, you speak to working class people. You go around the district. Does she go around the district and shake a lot of hands and knock on doors and meet people? God bless her, but I don't think she has the energy to do it. I mean, I've seen her at a few events, but in general, she's not she's not hitting the pavement like I am. She's just high level, right? She's just kind of making these these uh these small appearances, but in general, she's not actually doing the work. We've officially talked to almost two hundred thousand voters. We've been door knocking. We've talked. We've door knocked over ten thousand homes. We're, we're on par with hitting the fifty thousand mark that we wanted. We want to touch, and that by if you once you multiply it, that's about a, a you know roughly a hundred to one hundred fifty thousand voters. We're gonna talk to via phone, via also uh, door knocking. We're doing all the heavy lift that she's not doing. So we're making our presence known. Our sign is everywhere up and down the district, Pe south of San Jose. Peter, we just got about a minute left. I got to ask you a question. Is J6 and the committee she's on and talking all the time on MSNBC, does that make any difference in an agricultural community with hardworking Hispanic Americans? Does J6 committee make any difference to them? No one's talking about the January 6th issues. No one. And, and, they're talking about what they're being impacted by, the cost of inflation, right? The impacts of gas prices, the fact that there's crime increasing, right? And uh, all these issues that are basically directly related to federal and state policies that are destroying our state. These blue states are seeing the writing on the wall. That they're, they're, you know, that's why they did the, the HR 8873, where they're trying to change the process to destroy the electoral college, to federalize elections, to take away state sovereignty and local control. They, they know that they have to do something to somehow try to control that vote. And uh, the public's not having it. I'm making sure that they're getting educated we're, in all this stuff. We're actually going to talk about them. Real quickly, Peter, how do people get to your campaign, find out more about you? HernandezForCongress.com is the website. Uh, you know, all the, all the, uh, the, the social media, uh, basically the social media platforms are there. Instagram, Facebook, also uh, Getter. Truth Social. So reach out, HernandezForCongress.com, the easiest way to get a hold of us. You're a fighter, brother. I'm telling you, we got your back. You're a fighter taking a Zoe Lofkin. Unbelievable. You can beat her. Just keep grinding. Okay, okay this one we talk about 100 seats. California 18.
Texas 16. Keep them on the, keep them on the radar. David versus Goliath. Okay, tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock, we're going to be live, and we are going to be on fire. Be back here in the warm. See you tomorrow morning.